Let's head to Australia now, where things have been hot, Brad Foster. They're hot. How are you getting on? <laughs> it's uh, very hot, Jesse. Uh, Sydney temperatures have been over 30 degrees since Saturday, with more on the way and a total fire ban in Sydney today. Uh, now, on the New South Wales south coast, the Department of Education after consultation with the New South Wales Rural Fire Service, has closed uh, up to 29 schools due to the fire danger rating lifting to extreme. Uh, there's also uh, higher than normal temperatures in southeast Queensland. Now, for Sydney, the hottest day will be tomorrow with an expected high of 33 degrees and even hotter in the west, of course. And these temperatures are something like 18 degrees above historical averages. Gosh. So I would imagine the beaches are going to be busy uh, today and tomorrow, Jess. That is terrifying in September, Brad. How have people been I reacting? Know. It is. Yeah. I mean, it must be all people are talking about at the moment. Yeah, they are, and uh, the air air conditioning is on. Um, (laughs) I mentioned to uh, uh, you this morning when I emailed you that uh, my pool is still freezing, though, so I can't can't cool off just yet. (laughs) Okay, you've got a big budget um, being released by the New South Wales government today. Is that being hotly anticipated? Yeah, that's happening uh, right now. Uh, The... um, Treasurer uh, delivered or was delivering that uh, at 12 noon today. Uh, now, usually in these circumstances, a lot is known about what he's going to say before he says it, and that was the case. Um, he's describing it as a, pra- a uh, it will provide practical assistance for families and those doing it tough at the moment. Uh, announcements are a cap on road tolls of $60 per week, huh. subsidies for low-income households on power bills, childcare subsidies, uh, almost $2 billion for renewable energy infrastructure and the pay rise for frontline workers, um, which is a good thing. And now uh, there is also, uh, they've talked about an increase to coal mining royalties to help pay for the the spend. Uh, I don't think the mining companies will be too happy about that, but uh, of course they don't have a choice. Uh, And they have uh, scrapped a number of projects, including the proposed construction of a tunnel under the Blue Mountains. Oh, yeah, I haven't heard of that one before. That That sounds ambitious. Well, yeah, I think it was ambitious when they announced it, and uh, I'm I'm not sure the reason why. It's quite a nice drive over the top of the mountains, but (laughs) it was probably the previous government. That's what what, uh, new... um, uh, governments say, don't they? And they're also uh, go- not going to be raising the dam wall at Warragamba. Now, you may remember that was a, an issue uh, that we were talking about uh, when there was flooding in the Hawkesbury region last year. And uh, I used to work for a, a local newspaper in that area, and it's something that I, I've heard for 25 years <sighs> at least talking about raising this dam wall. And, uh, and uh, now it seems like it's not going to happen, Tessie. Oh, busy, um, busy state government then by the sounds of things. I believe there's a new report too um, about movement of people. It says three million people would like to move to the country from the city. That's interesting, yeah. eh? Is that true? Well, according to the Regional Australia Institute, uh, that's the figure. Now, last week they released a report called A Framework to Rebalance the Nation, 
which sets out a 10-year and 20-year goal plan to make regional Australia more prosperous and ease congestion in cities. Now, they, they're calling for greater investment from governments in building a rural workforce, making country towns more livable with better infrastructure and facilities, fostering productivity and innovation, and assure, ensuring Australia's population is better spread out across the country. Now, it sounds like a, a great idea, and perhaps with the ability of more people uh, during and since COVID to work remotely, it could be a viable option, but I'm not sure, Jesse. I think... Um, People who, a lot of people who live in the city like the city, and I don't know, uh, would, would you ever pack your family up and move to a, a regional area at some stage? Definitely, I would. And uh, it's already happened a lot here in New Zealand, actually. A lot of um, Aucklanders moving to places like Hawke's Bay and into the Coromandel um, because they no longer have to actually work in Auckland City to earn an Auckland income. It's quite popular yeah. with the Aucklanders, although I will say, in my experience, a bit less popular to the people who live in those places who then have to bid against Aucklanders for their houses. And, of course, Aucklanders have a massive advantage because they're just sold up and earn heaps of money yeah. on their property in the city. So that can cause a bit, a bit of discontent. Yeah. Oh, well, um, I'll, I'll, if you do move, I'll come and visit you sometime. <laughs> oh, yes, please. That'd be nice. Anything else happening? Uh, now, the Matildas Olympic Games qualify next month against the Philippines. Uh, that's being played in Perth and it's being moved to a larger stadium because of the popularity of uh, matches during the FIFA Women's World Cup, which is a good thing. Uh, football fever, as you sh- I'm sure you know, continues this weekend. Melbourne Storm taking on Penrith on Friday night and the Warriors up against the Broncos in Brisbane. And uh, Now, I watched the game, um, the Warriors and uh, yeah. Newcastle, and uh, Sean Johnson had a had a cracking game, and I certainly think he made the the difference uh, against uh, when he was out the previous week. But yes, not very relevant. His... Not very relevant, but he's also very handsome, Brad. It seems a bit unfair <laughs> that the uh, best looking player in the NRL should also be one of the uh, most talented players. Well, that's a halfback for you. They don't get tackled a lot. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he's going to have to do it again this weekend, hey? Yeah, I think so, and uh, I just hope. Um, I hope Melbourne beats Penrith. I don't want to see Penrith win uh, back-to-back premierships, but um, uh, so I'm 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 certainly uh, going to put some money on the Warriors as well. And uh, I'm sure you know the Wallabies were defeated by Fiji early yesterday yeah. morning. Uh, now we have to beat Wales next Monday to progress through the the group stages. And I know that you take on Italy on Saturday, and it must have been a joy watching uh, New Zealand play Namibia um, over oh. the weekend. I'll be honest, I didn't watch that one, Brad. Uh, It's no no No. joy for me seeing us crush uh, teams by that much. It's a joy watching. (laughs) uh, It's a joy when it's close. Hopefully it'll be a close one against Italy, a close one that we win. Yes, yeah. Well, I'll uh, I'll be uh, probably watching that with my brother-in-law and then uh, backing up for Wales and uh, the Wallabies, but I don't like my chances. I might be very Mm, tired uh, after that game. Is your brother-in-law a Kiwi? He is. Oh, is he? He's from... uh, Born and bred in Wellington until he met a uh, a, uh, a lady in the UK who happened to be an Aussie and moved over here. So nice one. Hey, um, great to chat to you, Brad. Thanks so much for the update, and we'll talk to you next Tuesday. Okay, thanks, Jesse. Brad Foster.